0: Episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and
1: jess Okay. Okay. Hello. Hello, okay. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. I mean, I'm gonna be real with you. This this shit is really throwing off my week. The whole it dropped the, the episode not coming out uh on Monday night and on Tuesday. This whole week I was discombobulated. I like it. I like this like I like the space and time, but it's just really messing with my brain. See, I personally like it f- just for us with recording stuff
0: because it's always hard coming right off the weekend true. and like being like, gotta watch the episode, gotta. It's just like I don't know for some reason. I feel I feel like I get a little more breathing room having it on.
1: That's very true. Tuesday. And there is there is it feels like there's almost more time to let the drama and the tea settle. And I feel like I'm like oh, this past couple days I was able to. Hello, plane. This pa- the past couple of days, I was able to um, uh, find out some more info before going into the episode. Yeah, but it just is throwing off my time mm-hmm. schedule. And at this point, it could be like twenty twenty two, and in the middle of April, and I'd have no idea.
0: Yeah, I mean the the Bachelorette timing is the the least of the
1: time warp stuff, am I right? That's you know? true. It just is adding to it. It's just adding to it. Yep. Um, I do feel that. But also the, the the change of day that it drops is probably the least odd thing about this season so far. Uh-huh. Becca Broads, I What
0: are we watching? Dude, I um <laughs> I have a lot to say this episode. What are we watching? And look, here is the reality of this season is that it, there's v- it's it to me it feels like it's there's very little uh, it's very little about Claire's relationships with the men. Like I feel like that is the smallest focus of
1: this season. I am not getting a sense of at all what the focus even is. Like I feel maybe it's 2020 but I feel lost in this. I feel like we're episode. in a
0: hallway, like waiting to go into a, an appointment that is not yet here.
1: Yes. Do you feel anxious watching it? I do. I felt anxious watching this episode the whole time, and I will get into this later. But I really
0: believe that what how what I told Gray last night is, I really think that um, I believe that production never had the intention to have Claire do the entire season.
1: Well, that's Um, I think that's been confirmed at this point. How is that? How do they confirm that? Um, Reality Steve, I know, said something. I do not believe. I'm sorry. Are you starting to doubt the R.S.?
0: Yes. Really? Okay. because the okay. the big thing was for me, Jenna, that thing really threw me off.
1: Right, well that Jenna was stuff. but that was like a crew of of yeah yeah yeah.
0: He's still getting this all comes down to him getting sources. Yeah. The Jenna thing that bothered me. Then um Victoria F, that stuff is even like a little bit iffy. Yeah now. Yeah. And all of these things, he always goes, I have sources, I know it's true. And he's done that with winners in the past, too. He said that with Peter winning Rachel's season, I have sources, I know that Peter is engaged to Rachel. He's done this so many times where he's like, I have sources. I know this is the truth. And then later on, he's like, actually, now I know, blah, blah, blah. I just don't. I mean, like, I know there is truth, but I just don't really. I can't. Trust I would say him. I would
1: say he's right, like 90 percent of the time. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that's the truth. Because he's. I mean, think about it. He's constantly putting out new tea every week. And yeah. most of the time it's right.
0: Look, I'm not hating on reality, Steve, because he has to, like you, like you say, put out new things every week. I am just saying with this season and everything, I think there has been a lot of purposeful red herrings. And yeah. I think that his insider sources
1: are fucking could, with him. Yes.
0: <gasps> so I don't really I, I think that there's been so much
1: bullshit that we've been fed. I think that even reality Steve might be getting fed bullshit. That yeah, that definitely. I mean, I'm I'm so curious his process of how he has to like vet out certain things. <sighs> I know. Also, I would love, we did one episode where we went on his show we should contact him again. I really want to, I want to chat with him again, especially about this season. I'm like, I want to talk. I have so many questions. Tell us everything. That would like, be really good. I have just so many specific questions that I need to find out. Okay, sorry.
0: So that's why I rolled my eyes when you said that, like he confirmed that they didn't intend her to be the bachelorette.
1: Well, yeah, what I heard, um, wasn't so much that they didn't intend or, her or to I mean, be um, the bachelorette, but the they, f- there was a plan that because, and I'm pretty sure this is like very confirmed is that, Tasha was at La Quinta before, Tasha was at La Quinta before even uh, uh, Claire ended everything. Okay. That she was already there, that they knew the direction that this was going to go. And part of me... Part of me thinking in that perspective starts to give me big question marks about certain the way that Claire is going about certain things, especially with Dale. I know obviously we have to have the conversation because I think we might be the only podcast in Bachelor Nation that believes that Claire and Dale did not meet Which we will or get were get not to speaking that. before. But the idea that Taysha was on the property even beforehand kind of...
0: I mean confirms it confirms some yeah. of my
1: thoughts about that production kind of pushed something or knew something was going on and really was like because let's be honest I this and this is no shade Claire if you're listening I doubt it but I really really love Claire this episode and the energy of these episodes she's so it's very serious there's nothing lighthearted about it it feels uncomfortable and I don't feel like it's the way they're I feel like it's part of the way that they're editing it editing it And obviously part of the the fact that they can't travel or anything, but the energy is so serious and so intense that I'm kind of like, I'm ready to have something, a pep in my step. So so Taysha arriving early just to play the other
0: side could also mean that they just were, you know, getting a vibe from Claire that she was over it, that she was gonna end things early with Dale, since, you know, she did say that, you know, she was super, super into him basically from night one. So just play the other side, we'll say that. But I think that um I mean, I sort of have a little bit of a feeling that even before they even started filming the season that it may have been like, look, Claire would have worked if this had been started airing back in April, yeah, as was planned. um but now we need someone who's gonna be more of a dynamic lead because we gotta get people to watch this weird ass season that's not gonna be like normal that's gonna be dropping months after we originally teased it. yada yada yada. And maybe we've got to make something more dramatic. Like, so so, what if we, how do we, how do we, you know, someone like Hannah Ann or Maddie or someone like Tasha is going to carry a little bit more excitement. Like, how do we make a transition since we've already committed to Claire being the Bachelorette? I mean, like, I wonder if it was literally a plan like that And then like, okay, we've got to figure out during the season a way to transition out of her season into someone else's season.
1: Right. Like, how are we going to make this more exciting? Because this is going to be brutally boring if we're in the same location. Now, my thought is, my thought is, I understand that they want to maintain the feeling of it being The Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. But if I would have been production, I would have been like, I'm going to take a cue from fucking Love Island and we are going to make this have this have a very different energy. Mm yes. It will feel different. So people might not like it. But if we explain it at the top, listen, audience, listen, America, we're going through a tough time. We were stuck here. So it's going to have a little bit of a different flavor, but it's going to be exciting and have it be very focused, like how Love Island is on the relationships outside. So, you know, maybe having the um uh, see more of the men during the day together. Also, I again, Wait, would you have more than one female. Lead? Yes. I would have been like, Hey, listen, I know we were planning on the bachelorette, but at the end of the day, because of what's going on, we don't think it's fair. We don't think it's fair to, uh, put one of our leads in a position where they can't move about. And they're always stuck in this position. So what we're going to do is we're going to move straight into bachelor in paradise. And I think they should have done a full bachelor in paradise situation, made it longer
0: some of the big dogs, like Mike Weiss, might have been like, "No, we got to maintain the integrity of the Bachelor at Bachelor format." Yeah,
1: I mean that makes sense to me too. Yeah. But it just feels so like it feels so janky. Which I know. we'll get into that. Um, <sighs> so, should we start? Um, let, should we start at the very beginning, uh, should we start at the very beginning of this podcast explaining why we believe that Claire and Dale have not been speaking beforehand?
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like we don't real I don't feel like anyone has any real concrete evidence either way. This is all just very circumstantial evidence playing off of the or or, or you know, checking out their vibe. There's no one like people for people saying, Oh, we know they talked beforehand. There's no indicators of that.
1: No, but like, why are
0: people so goddamn convinced that they met? Okay, let's talk about that first. Why are people so goddamn convinced that they met? Well, or or not met, talked, whatever, DM'd, met in person. Let's let's
1: break this down first. So, one of the biggest reasons why, um, People are saying that they believe that they have met before. Is They're like the obvious first interaction. And I went back and watched it like three or four times because I'm like, okay, let me I want to rewatch this. I want to rewatch this. Yes, it looks like she is lighting up like she does recognize him. But everybody, she does recognize she him knows the whole cast list because Claire specifically went on. I believe it was bachelor happy hour and she explained um that beforehand she knew just like everybody else did about the cast list she yes. said she was checking them out on instagram i'm sure vigorously i'm sure yeah and wow. who's the hottest one out of all of them dale but it goes beyond the dale the dale piece so apparently okay. uh claire doesn't drink yeah and we're in the middle of a pandemic the, the, the rules are starting to lighten up she has her mother who's ill yeah you know all these things and she basically was saying that when she was watching all these men she's like i'm watching all these guys partying drinking on boats and she's like i am not a partier i'm not a drinker and i want i want something serious and she was watching dale who went to i believe south dakota with his family it was just with his three dogs all he was posting was his family and his three dogs and how important his family was to him uh-huh. there was like no rule breaking going on via quarantine it was lovely it he was, was calm. taking things seriously he was taking things seriously family was important to him he wasn't this like wild child who was partying it up. So and then of course, look at the man. So it's like on top of everything. So people are going, well yeah, but she was what I'm sorry. I think probably a lot of us are guilty of this. Let's talk about reality TV, for instance. We watch someone on reality TV. We get a little piece of their life. We kind of develop crushes on them. We feel like we know them. Yes. From my perspective, Claire was probably watching Dale like a hawk <laughs> from, why wouldn't you? I would be, I'd have my Finsta Dude. and I'd be checking out everybody. And she yeah. probably started to have like feelings. Now, Dale has said, Oh, and by the way, Dale's been on other podcasts beforehand because he was an NFL player. He's been on Girls Got to Eat, so she got to listen to him talking about women and relationships. Dude, yes, ex- yes. She has so many avenues of. And apparently now Dale has said he did the same thing with her. Okay, yes. He's, okay, so people yes. then saying then there was this interaction with them too, where Dale asks about how her mother is and that he's been praying. For her, yes. and her mom. She made that public. She talked about that. I believe yes. it was on a goat episode on Instagram. It's public knowledge. And here is the thing: contrasting that with these other goons,
0: like whatever the fuck, Yosef. Oh God! <laughs> who I don't even think looked at her Instagram before coming on the show. Poor Brandon. You know, I came on here
1: for you. What do you know? Why did you come? Oh, on I'm here sorry. For I me? meant Brandon. I thought that was Yosef. Joseph. Well, Yosef's a goon too. <laughs> They're just a and crew have, of no, them. No, I'm sorry,
0: Brandon. See, these guys are irrelevant to me. Like contrasting that with that, he is showing, and we don't see all of their interactions on camera. Very a very small chunk of them. He might have even said, like, I'm sure he's been dropping things to her about how he has been keeping up with her, like. Yep, what he said about praying for her and her mom. And look, people, you, any person, when you're going to go on like a blind date with someone or like, you know, you're going to a party and you know that this friend of a friend is coming, you you can go on someone's Facebook or Instagram and get quite the feel for them by going through their mom's photos of them yep, and yep. checking out who their sister it, is and, and, and watching believe. videos, typing in their name on YouTube and finding a video they uploaded in junior high. Much less, like you said, him going on a podcast. She can listen like, to all these things. Or now, in the age of Instagram, seeing people's stories, seeing what they're also, doing. Like maybe She is going to feel like she knows him.
1: Also, maybe there are mutual friend connections. Maybe she... I know that Matt James, for instance, was seen with him on one of his videos maybe via Bachelor Nation, she was able to reach out to somebody and ask about Dale, and she heard good things about Dale from a friend. Like, we have, there could be a lot of layers to this.
0: And I'm sure you would build yourself up quite a lot in preparation for your season, knowing who the guys are, which has never happened before. Of course. So, she is, I'm sure the whole night she was waiting to see of Dale. Of course.
1: Now, another piece that we're not talking about is that he was the last one coming out of okay, the Okay, everybody. Dilemma. So, listen. When we watched the episode, we saw Dale halfway through come out and Claire go, I knew it. And then she's like, my husband's in this group, blah, blah, blah. They edited it. So it looked like he came out in the middle. Dale was the last person to exit the limo, Mm -hmm. which is then why we have Chris Harrison come up and be like, wow, we've never had such a visceral reaction. Sure. Mm -hmm. Claire's dramatic. Also on top of it, she is recognizing dale she's excited yes she's she's recognizing
0: all of these guys yes and I'm sure Dale had been the one that she... She was waiting for him to come out. her finger on. Well, no, she did, and she's talked about that. And I think that the producers probably knew that. Either she mentioned that to them. They probably of said, course. since the producers know that she has the cla- cast list, I'm sure they said, who are you looking forward to, like, meeting the most or something? Yes. That would make sense why Dale would then be the last one to come out of the limo.
1: Yes. So we had heard through the grapevine that via some people who are friends with her in Bachelor Nation, that Claire is a rule follower. She took takes this process... Very seriously. Which
0: before you even said this, I was going to say, Yeah, I feel like Claire is a rule follower. Yes. She I feel like she made that clear. And I said this last podcast, and people were like, what? When I was like, oh, now obviously when she Who is Lumberjack Guy? I can't think <laughs> like, I don't know anyone's name. It's so sad. Except Dale's. Like when she talked to Blake I was like oh to me it was obvious that she hadn't talked to Dale mm-hmm. because you even she was like you were
1: not supposed to do that mm-hmm. and she like addressed it I feel like if you were trying to hide that you talked to someone you wouldn't even bring any everyone's that up. bringing up the fact that she said that Blake was the only person that reached out to her so they're saying that's excusing her saying that Semantics. she reached out oh, to please. Dale way, and to, listen. way to get
0: deep with I'll,
1: it I'll, I'll make this statement I am convinced mm-hmm. that if they did if Dale and Claire did speak before we will know next week because we see all the men now starting to theorize that they were talking beforehand blah 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 I blah know. blah now claire and dale have both said over and over and over again we never spoke beforehand and they've said this in interviews why Tons not, not just come clean about it my you know? thing is if they're going to in episode three it get it get exposed why wouldn't they not address it and they'd be like, oh, well, you know, we'll see. Time will tell, you know, well, and make and make a do a coy answer, like how they're doing all these coy answers about Taysha.
0: Plus in Bachelor in Paradise and stuff, you know, people talk beforehand like it doesn't seem like it would be crazy for me. It doesn't seem like it would be crazy since Claire addressed to Blake that he reached out beforehand Why would for I? her to just be like well like Neil and, me and Dale had chatted during qu- quarantine via right. DM and so I was really excited to meet him
1: that's not crazy no why and, would they hide that and also also how many times have we seen it we've seen it with uh, Nick and Jen Savignon or I was mispronounced her last name we've, we saw it with um, Nick and Caitlin Nick and Caitlin we've seen it numerous times on the show um, where we know We get the behind the scenes, Peter and and Kelly. Yes. Where they met beforehand. And it's always addressed on the show because it's more drama. From my perspective with the way that this season is going you'd think especially with this whole Chris Harrison like well you broke the bachelor unless they're going to address it in the next episode I do not think that the production is trying to like fuck with our brains and be like actually like they have been speaking but we're going to pretend like they didn't I think they'd think it would be more dramatic if all of a sudden it was like it comes oh, they've out. secretly been talking and it's sure. like Claire I'm sure come on or, man or, right or I'm sure producers would maybe insight like
0: Dale maybe should come clean to the guys and let them know that you were chatting with Claire beforehand. You right, know, right? And it's going to cause more drama. Shade. I don't think that it's been hidden, and I, I don't, don't think see so why off the bat Claire and Dale would hide it, since Claire didn't hide that she had been talking to Blake.
1: Right. So I, I just, I just feel like and you're gonna use the
0: evidence of their immediate connection like you said with all of the exposure to the other person's social media etc yeah. as evidence that they talked beforehand like,
1: like let's be honest there have been people that I have had like major social media crushes on yeah. that when I meet in real life you if you see my them. face it's probably embarrassing like oh my god I'm enraptured with yes. them because I've been crushing on them also Claire's been in fucking quarantine she's not having what sex else? with anybody she's yeah. not talking with any other guys she's gonna be crushing hard I'm sure on sure she somebody. was literally
0: watching every single one of his stories fantasizing
1: like- as we all are now about And he <laughs> had a lot of Instagram content
0: Beforehand Because he was Well known Beforehand She like could you look said, him up He podcasts. was a public
1: figure She could look she him up She would probably look up His ex-girlfriend She, she could she, find out Anything about him She brought him. up The fact in an interview How she was able To google him And find out stuff About him That he works With the Special Olympics Now that he was a football She saw all these she things She was
0: looking forward To him Not because Correct. they had Been talking beforehand But because She had built up In her mind Who this man was yes. A fantasy In fact I feel like her, I feel like her meeting him and their initial connection might have actually been slightly diminished had they been talking beforehand what you're witnessing is a fantasy that she has concocted of this man without actually knowing or interacting with him right that is then such a big bubble built up that you're just going to see it in fireworks when they actually meet
1: yes yes and I heard someone make some comment like, oh, production is faking this and making it look like this Claire Dale love story. For instance, on the first night, she did kiss more than those two men and they oh. cut those kisses. Apparently, she spoke to every guy, she said, and they made it look like she didn't. Oh. They're crafting the Claire Dale love sure. story, for sure. But um, I heard someone say, oh, they uh, the pr- production wouldn't allow them to talk about them meeting off-, um, off screen because yeah. then production is really wanting to make sure that like it's clear that this process actually works. That the bachelorette actually works because it's been failing the past couple years. But from my perspective, you guys, the bachelor did work. They chose Dale for Claire. He was one of the men. Maybe let's just right? say they, even if they did if talk, they did start talking off screen, the Bachelorette could still take fucking credit for it. They take credit for Kelly and Peter, even though like sure. they were I mean they take credit for all sorts of shit. Yes. Right. So it's like Okay, like they take credit for bachelor couples who hook up off season, people or people from the Bachelor and Bachelorette. Or then
0: Molly and Jason or Ari and Lauren who don't even choose each other in the end, but it's still something that they they, came in contact with through the show.
1: Casting directors picked Dale for Claire's cast. It means the process worked, even if it was off. And we're in 2020. So, of course, you know, they're going to they could spin it like, you know, it's different. It's different. You know, she got to see the men beforehand and and we picked the right guy for her. Do
0: you think Dale? This is does this is kind of irrelevant, but it's just interesting to think about. I wonder if Dale was in the initial round of casting or the second round of casting.
1: I believe he was in the initial round of casting. I could I could be wrong, but I'm like 99 percent sure he was in the initial round.
0: Um. Yeah, I mean, I think I just don't see any concrete evidence of them having talked beforehand, and I find it, like you, kind of like you just said, irrelevant. Why are people so fixated on it?
1: Well, I think it's because you know we've been, you know, we're just being lied to constantly right now. Sure. So it's like, are you just gonna keep lying to us, guys? Come on, just be straight with us. But I'm pretty sure in this situation that uh, that this is just what happens when you get a hold of a bunch of guys that you know you're going to start dating months beforehand I or weeks beforehand i agree and i stand by my theory i of would the have fantasy
0: being stronger i would situation. have such
1: a strong opinion about all of those guys walking absolutely. out of the limo via, are you kidding me absolutely via their social media and especially since especially since claire is ready to get married doesn't party doesn't drink and she was saying all the guys were living it up and on boats and drinking yeah. and losing. Like, I
0: think that's a really strong, yeah.
1: I mean, it makes total sense. You to me. know,
0: every single one of us would have that one guy that you're
1: waiting to see. You're like, of course. I can't and they wait save till- it for the end. Mm-hmm. And you know, they saved him for the end probably because she had told production like said, beforehand yeah. that I've got a major crush on Like I said, they probably, Dale. or
0: they probably just said, who were they probably prompted her, who are you looking forward to meeting the most? Yeah. Yeah. And then Dale. that's why they put, yeah. Dale.
1: Well, wow, you know, we are
0: <laughs> coming out of the gates hot, we my friend, gate,
1: so hot. Granted, I've had 17 shots of espresso. I'm this feeling
0: morning. I'm feeling empty because I feel like there's a lot I want to cover in yes. this episode that's. Like I said, not even really like necessarily about the cast, but a, these circumstances, these activities, these sets, these, I know, this, every, these, this these is going to be, this is going
1: to be an interesting recap because it's not going to be like moment for moment. There are some big things that we need to cover. Yes. There are some big overarching things that we need to talk about. Yes. <laughs> but
0: before we do <laughs>
1: that, should we take, should we
0: take a breather? Dude, I know. I feel like we both came, like, pretty much ready to fight. Like, not each other, but, like, we, this is speech and debate. I've got, I've got my points here. <laughs> I am ready. I'm
1: ready. I woke up seeing red this morning. Not anger, just roses. Uh-huh. I'm just literally just, like, all I see is I wake up, I was just, like, bachelorette, bachelor, 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 <laughs> bachelorette, bachelor, bachelorette, bachelorette. Like, I'm just in that zone. I know. I know. You and I both. Oh, well. Take a deep breath for a second, Broads. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about... um, Oh, here's one thing. If I could go back and give advice to my college-age self, this is important, right? Well, I would have a lot of things to say, like, why did you wear that pink bandage dress to the formal? I bet you looked great. I'll show you pictures later. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Stop putting time into those toxic, toxic friendships. They're not going to work, Jess. But more importantly, I would tell my younger (laughs) self to prioritize my finances. Okay. Oh, looking back, I wish I had someone just drilling that into me when I was in my 20s, because having a handle on your finances is one of the most important things you can do for yourself.
0: And the longer you wait, the more overwhelming it can seem. It's like a snowball. Um, If this sounds too familiar, don't stress. Just download Albert. The Mm. app that combines real human guidance, combines it with proven technology so you can get in control and you can stay in control of your finances. And I'll say, I've used more than a few financial apps. I really have. But Albert is by far my favorite. And as I grow my family, I feel the need now more than ever to make sure we have a good safety net in place, just in case. Mm -hmm. And Albert has a team of real people that knows your unique situation and spending habits, and they can offer you personalized advice. So you can reach your goals.
1: That's huge because savings and budgeting is so unique to each individual person or family. And one size uh, fits all financial advice just doesn't work. And because life is unpredictable, uh, as we know, especially now, it's not uncommon for overspending to sneak up on you occasionally. (laughs) Albert Instant is there to give you a little cushion when you need it with a cash advance of up to $100 straight to your bank account. No credit check, no interest, no late fees. The team at Albert has you covered no matter what. I love Albert. It's helped me so much the past couple months. Install Albert from the App
0: Store or Google Play today and you can find your happy balance and get a bonus of up to $40 when you start an annual subscription to Albert Genius.
1: Well, speaking of planning ahead and wishing I could chat with my younger self, let's talk about family planning ahead. Uh, there's so much more important information that might be necessary if you want to grow your family, and it's never talked about. Not to worry, because modern fertility is giving you the one tool you need to start your family planning journey. Family planning journey with their at-home fertility test. This and, tool covers it all.
0: Yeah, and just to be clear, family planning means can mean you want kids now or. You might want them in the future. So everyone's on a different path, but we should all have access to the same information about our bodies. And modern fertility is the easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with just a simple finger prick. Fertility tests in a doctor's office can cost you hundreds or even thousands of dollars. And modern fertility gives you the same info at a fraction of the cost. And I know people who have gotten modern fertility tests done and then have gone to a fertility um, clinic after and the doctors say that the information like, is the same. It does match up. It is legit. And it's so
1: much more affordable. Yes. Okay. All you have to do is complete that simple finger prick test at home, mail it back with the prepaid label and within 10 days, you'll get your personalized results which will take you in depth into things like how many eggs you have, your hormone levels and any reproductive red flags. Um, modern fertilities tests gives you all the information you need to make the decisions that are best for
0: you. And right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty. That means a test will cost you just $139 instead of hundreds or thousands of dollars it could cost at a doctor's office. And you can get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty. That's modernfertility.com slash chatty. I love how with our ads even. I'm like, Albert, you need financial help. You need to get your fertility checked with Modern Fertility. I'm so
1: hot. I'm so hot right now. I'm I'm my there's sweat dripping down my back, you know? I would broads I wish you could feel it because there's I'm impassioned Um, also quick Becca before we get into the breakdown of the episode I did want to say I had numerous broads reach out to us um, about easy I don't know if um, you're you're a broad who is listening and I will say this I don't want to speak a ton into this situation Mm -hmm. because I don't know a lot about it because a lot of the tweets were removed but I did want to address this quickly Um, there were I believe there one or a few um, women on Twitter who were um, accusing Easy of sexual assault, um, and they were posting about that, and um, I believe the tweets were—I didn't see all the tweets because they were taken down and then reposted, and the women were saying that their legal team had suggested that they take the tweets down so that mm. they could get better legal representation and actually really, like, mm. you know, fight this— um, and i do know i did hear via reality steve that the women did speak to him um and that they obviously we had a cast of men who were talked about weeks and months before and apparently they the women said that they had reached out and had sh- and sent reality steve the emails that they had been reaching out to abc for quite some time letting them know about easy um and explaining everything and that abc never responded to them um and I just wanted to address that and you know getting into this episode too there's just so many th- issues that we need to talk about but first and foremost um especially with everything that went on with Colton now that ABC hasn't discussed they haven't talked about Cassie and Colton they haven't made a statement about that I don't believe um ABC hey at this point there was especially in this situation ample time to make sure that there are checks and if someone if, if victims are reaching out. Yeah, I, I, I just I, you know, I don't like I said, I don't know tons about the situation, um, but I really, really, really hope that ABC does. I mean, I, I doubt that they will, but I really hope that ABC does address this. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you would think at this point, especially I believe it was and it was Hannah's season that um, oh my someone, God. someone was removed mid-season because of... What was his name again?
0: I can't remember. I forget, but Because
1: of sexual assault al- um, allegations.
0: No, no, not because... Oh, well, yes, of him.
1: Yeah. No, let's not
0: forget on Hannah's season, the guy who was literally being charged with sexual assault. Yes, yeah. Oh, jeez. Like, come on. I mean, then again, it's like, um... It's, Casting tries to cover all their bases. I know because I've been through casting. It's like, I mean, it's what's scary is it's like I guess it's just the fucking amount of men,
1: yeah, who I are guess, fucking predators. I, like I know I just my I and I I know that there is a lot. Like obviously, the casting process is, is intense, and they do background checks. I, I'll say this, yeah, and then we we can move on. But I I, I do think that um you know you cast. And you'd vet as much as you can, but obviously things like this will come up. I just truly wish that ABC and the franchise would then at least address what's happening. I don't know. Uh, like I said, a ton about exactly what's going on with this, yeah. so I don't want to speak into it a ton. And if you, you know, if you have information, please feel free to to send it. I just, you know, especially to. to so many people who who are watching it who are are survivors. I just go like it's just con- constantly ignored by the franchise. Mm. Um, even once things, for instance, like the Colton piece, have come out to be true and continue to get ignored. That's yeah. what's a little. That's what's jarring. But let's let's start chatting about this episode. Oh, um, okay, so. <laughs> I mean, it's just... It, this is just a wild ride. So, we see the first group date. Let's get into the first group let's date. Let's do that. Let's um, do that. We have Riley, Jordan, Joseph, Ivan, Ben, Bennett, Zach C., Zach Buttring, and Dale. I'm um, sorry, someone's <laughs> last name is Ring. <laughs> no, because it's Zach J, but he's, he has... Oh, Buttring, yes. Has the okay, asterisk, okay, 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 okay. there's two yes, Zachs, so I'm yes, like, let's see that. The Buttring. I the love butt-
0: ring. that. That almost sounds like a real last name, too. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> Zach okay,
1: Buttring. But- first of all...
0: um. We just need to talk about the elephant in the conference room uh-huh. being that they
1: walked into a
0: conference room
1: yes. that was decorated. I mean, Becca, you were sending me messages and you were like, the production value that's going on in this in this season is just it's just wild. It's the
0: lighting and like the black drops that are obscuring like a hotel mini bar for me. Yeah. <laughs> Like
1: it is. And and you really
0: underestimate how important it is for one them to go to like a place that's that's a place hosts for the date and an audience like those three factors really are a big component of the group dates. And you don't really realize it until they walk in and it's just Claire and Chris Harrison standing there like so
1: today you guys are gonna correct gonna do some things. It was it felt like I was kind of watching like a low budget um, uh, like soap opera. It looked like bit. it was
0: produced at like medieval times.
1: Yes. And the yeah the ba- the black backdrops were really throwing me off. They were. Uh, but again, what are they going to do? Conference room walls? I yeah, mean, I guess. I guess. You know, I would I wouldn't hate like, you know, maybe like jungle theme curtains or some sort of like spice it up.
0: They also didn't, like, have any background music, really. So, like, normally, let's say that they were doing... Okay, if I was producer for the group date, I'd be like, we're going to do, like, a crazy pool octave like um, obstacle course. We're going to bring in a massive slide to the pool. Yeah. The guys are going to have to come out in
1: Hawaiian costumes and the music will be like... You know what's going to be... You know what's going to be trippy, Becca, is what if once Tasha comes... They this really full. They really put a ton of effort into it. That's what I. That's what I think is gonna happen. Like they're like to them, Claire is kind of just like the low bud, the low budge. Like we're gonna, we know she's gonna be with this guy, and we're just trying to move this on quickly. We're not <sighs> gonna put all of our because you'd think episode one first date, especially that trying to impress like hello America. We know we're in this bubble. Let's show you what we can do with our production magic, and yet we get this. Because this
0: is the thing, there is so much that they could do. Truly, it could be really creative. Truly.
1: I mean, what are what are sets really? You know what I mean? Like they could just bring on a ton of sets. Yeah. They chose a hotel that's a, res- a resort, excuse me, that's very large. They
0: also do dates all the time that are like at a random pool or yes. like in a random mm-hmm. green grassy area. Why are these like weird conference room? What is this? I don't know. You know, like, it's like they could go to a big kitchen on the restaurant site and be like, today we've got to make, like, we've got to
1: make these three dishes. Do you know what this feels like? This feels like we broke into Chris Harrison's house, found a bunch of VHS tapes, and it was him trying to experiment with this new idea of the show called The Bachelor. And we stumbled on these, put these into the VCR, and we're like... It <laughs> is season <laughs> 1
0: bullshit. That's yes. what I am saying. It's
1: season 1 bullshit with, you know, clear camera quality. Also,
0: all of the dates, the group, well, except like the la- yeah, except the last one. The last one felt a lot more normal to me with the dodgeball. The, the, the not including like the whole strip portion, oh, but like God. there was a ref,
1: there you know. Was, there was a ref. There was like a whole But I will say area. the lighting made me uncomfortable. The lighting and made me, I felt like it, it felt very like black backdrop, kind of like fluorescent creepy lighting poof, on the dodgeball You're court. You're telling me
0: there's not basketball courts on, well, it is 115 degrees.
1: Yeah, they have to do it at nighttime, which again, no, I, do it outside on one of the basketball courts. Have men fainting
0: in the heat. Drama. You can give us more drama. Torture them.
1: <laughs> Torture them for our pleasure. For the people. And honestly, bring out giant fans and, yeah, and, you know, and, and just have those blown on the men's and, you know, the balls are flying everywhere and their balls are flying everywhere yeah. and, you know, all that shit. I could. No, I the, the 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 lighting, everything was making me it was it was legit sparking my anxiety it was scary. watching it. Yes. It, it felt it kind of like, like they were all movie. being held
0: hostage. Yeah. yeah. And we
1: will get <laughs> to be <being laughs> forced to participate in this reality TV show.
0: OK, so. Dale, I mean, Claire just goes and steps up in this stupid tower.
1: Well, they're like, we're going to talk about the five love languages today, which definitely I will say feels like an idea of Claire's. Yes, this feels like Claire was like, I have an idea production. Mm- Let's go over Gary Chapman's five love languages and we'll break it down. And at one point we will grope each other with blindfolds on. Gary Chapman, who is a Baptist preacher who wrote the five lo- love languages, is fainting in his home in the South right now. Like, this is not what I intended. Everyone's,
0: like, speech was so lackluster. Also, when they start going into the words of affirmation portion, major air quotes with, um, all of these, like you said, Gary Chapman, is is quaking he's quaking he hates it and he's suing for defamation
1: (laughs) he is not pleased he you know i would imagine with his you know he's a very conservative man i would imagine they're not even allowed to watch this show in his household and now they're just using his book
0: (laughs) The love languages are between husband and wives. Okay?
1: Husband Not and Not one wives. woman in 17 men.
0: <laughs> okay, everyone's speeches, those were dumb as fuck. Yeah. Lackluster. It,
1: it was, I think the only person who gave it a little bit of oomph was Riley. He did kind of like a sonnet. And I was like, you know, at least we're having a Shakespearean vibe to this Romeo Juliet set. Like, he's leaning into it. And I respect that.
0: Again, they could have just even stepped up this date and made it like, less awkward if they're like, and over here in this room, we have a variety of musical instruments to choose from and you have to do a song to serenade her outside her castle window
1: oh my god that's amazing thank you it's a great idea and it would have been hilarious you would have had them do like you know oh my god there's so many things that could have made this more exciting i didn't even think about that yeah like it could have been funny and light-hearted it was so heavy the yes. whole time yes yes and they're saying these lackluster things, and she's crying. I And know. I'm feeling time after time, as each man speaks and in interacts with Claire, I'm convinced none of them knew it was, like, they knew... Nothing about Claire,
0: which is embarrassing because, like we were talking about earlier, it's not that hard. To they had time to do their shit. homework,
1: and they had a lot of mo- a lot more time than any other contestants do to do their Claire research. And Dale was also a very
0: anticlimactic climactic speaker, and yet she was just eating it up.
1: Oh yeah, anything that Dale says, just like, "Yes, I see you, I feel seen, I recognize you, you see my heart in your eyes." Every time, can we go to gifts? Let's talk about the gifts. When the men come running back to their rooms, and the guys are like, what's going guys, on?
0: Guys, they, they put them on a hotel scavenger hunt, basically.
1: They had to go find some sort of gift. Now, my most favorite moment was Zack the butt ring, who said that gifts aren't monetary value? They're about gesture. So I was like, cool. Are you going to give this girl an, uh, this poor girl another naked
0: ring? <laughs> no, he's going to go bring her. Uh, he this would actually would have been good. He brings her a roll of toilet paper and says, no matter what shit life brings us, no no matter how much shit life brings us, I'll always be there to wipe your ass. <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs>
1: Instead, he literally like three ply, pres- durable. And- he's really the only one who gives us like a window into the fact that to him, gifts are very important, and so he's excited to give Claire his gift. And what he gives Claire is a box in a box.
0: So you know who this is an ode to. <laughs> Gianina and Damien off of (laughs) Love is Blind. And I'm going to put the box in front of the box. And then put him in the box in another box. And then when he opens the box, I'll
1: smash him with a hammer.
0: Oh, man. Life really comes full circle. Honestly, broads,
1: if you listen to our Love is Blind recaps, you are the, (laughs) the OG broads and you know exactly what we're talking
0: about. Wow. Can you believe that that was back in quarantine Oh god, when we did that? Every time. Two years ago, a.k.a. Four months ago? We
1: are living in a simulation. I have no recollection of time.
0: I can't believe we did the Love is Blind recaps this year. and in I forgot. Quarantine. And I forgot that the Love, whatever, stupid Bachelor musical one was this year, too. I can't even
1: believe this. What's going on? And now we're subjected to this? Right. I thought that this was some sort of, like... Wh- where, is our, sp- where is our gift, ABC? I thought I was going to be
0: excited we for We waited really
1: patiently, and we were very, you know, we were excited. We amped this up, and we get this. So I'm convinced, I was convinced after the hotel scavenger
0: hunt before um, they groped each other, that the art directors and date producers were second grade teachers. Yes. Because <laughs> that set looked like if it was out of an elementary school play. Yes. And then what? Go into your luggage and find a gift. You
1: have two minutes. Go
0: and the guys are all... Run. It's so embarrassing. Ember would have
1: loved this. They just
0: gave her random shit from their suitcases.
1: Yeah, I did feel like... Um, you know who I thought was... I, who was I, I actually appreciated was... I liked that Ivan, because he's such a big chess player, gave her his chess piece and said, I got... And he gave her the queen. Yes. That was That was, dope. That was I, I, I really liked that. I thought that was very sweet. Other than that, it was like Riley gave her a baseball. Ben gave her his favorite yeah. tea to sleep in and smell D- him. Um, I mean, kind of a idea idea but weird cute but like we don't know each other like that yet yes. Ben like this is a little I don't want to smell
0: you while I sleep
1: yeah well should we see later that she loves to smell um, uh, Dale. <laughs>
0: Dale gave her cologne dog okay. perfume I which mean, was thoughtful yeah. I liked that he tied it in with a fact about her yes so he brought it back to like her dog
1: yes we know now that honey is going to be smelling delish is that, is that his cologne that he called dog perfume that would have been a great idea I think
0: it was because what, did he bring dog per- cologne with him?
1: I mean, it seemed like I know Riley brought his like final baseball that was signed. So like unless he carries that around with him, he was planning on maybe giving. Maybe everyone brings okay. a gift and plan and like, you know, preparing to maybe give her something at some point. And they had to do it sooner than they imagined they would. <gasps> I don't know. It's all very strange to me. Okay. Um, the next is love language is physical touch.
0: I thought this was like a deleted low budget scene from Eyes Wide Shut <laughs> with Chris Harrison standing in the corner of the room just like watching.
1: Chris Harrison's like, yes, quarantine has been very lonely. <laughs> it has just been Lauren Zeman and myself. <laughs> yeah. I wish she was here right now. <laughs> I, I,
0: this, you know, little did I know that the, the, the episode was really going to ramp things up for me, but at this point I was like whoa this is not okay I it was not okay You
1: know B I feel like you and I we're pretty, we're open people, you know. I feel like I'm all about, like, that expression, that sexual expression. But this felt the way again, and I don't know if it's the lighting, like, what's going on. But this felt so uncomfortably, like, inappropriate almost. I don't, I feel like, I mean, think weird about saying what that they're word. doing.
0: I know. I feel like people are going to be like, well, they've done this, this, and this and the other season." It's but. the way
1: it, it felt different. It felt different. And I think it would have been, it It would have felt less creepy if there would have been other... funny fun things they were doing if they would have had a scene beforehand where it's like oh the date the previous date the men had the whole like oh you guys have to pretend like you're getting you're in labor and we're laughing and we're having sure. a grand old time or like I know they've
0: done the kissing booth date before like
1: yeah and that's it but it's like let's have the first the first thing not be like declaring your love to the balcony scene and then going into this physical touch and then this gift what about you know Everyone's doing some sort of like hot dog eating contest first and it's funny to watch and or like like, who I said, like cooks up. in
0: the kitchen in the restaurant in the restaurant kitchen on the resort yes. they could have They could have had to do like a
1: challenge where they have to make, you know, weird ingredients and make lunch. It was the feel of it. And I don't know how to explain the fact that it made me uncomfortable, except for the fact that it just did. And it was just the vibe.
0: I can explain it. One Chris Harrison standing in the corner and literally the only woman in the room. I mean, obviously, there's production all around. So she wasn't actually the only woman in the room. She's the only woman in the room in this group of men alone in this weird conference room blindfolded not knowing who is going to come up and touch her
1: oh my god this is so it's just so bad
0: and not only that but the men are being forced to then put on blindfolds and be touched by her or and or touch her they're put in a while situation where they are forced to touch each other while everyone watches. And I don't care if the chemistry's there or not. That's an uncomfortable situation. If you put Gray and I in blindfolds with a bunch of people watching in a room oh, being filmed I'd be so- and told us to touch each other, that's an <laughs> inappropriate situation. You and Evan are married. And if you were made to do that in front of a group of oh, people in unbelievably a room, uncomfortable. that's not OK.
1: I'd be unbelievably uncomfortable. Well, I will say that Claire didn't seem uncomfortable. She seemed like she was really wanting to smell everybody. She
0: is also, though she is like I was gonna say a guy's girl, a girl's girl. No, she is just like a girl who she she. She's very polite. She's very like she smiles. Yeah. It's her season. She's going to make the be- the best and the most out of whatever situation is coming. Yeah, that's very true. She's that's not going to. She's going to put on a happy face for yeah, whatever. Even
1: if she is like feeling uncomfortable.
0: Which I felt was the situation which with the dodgeball actually. And people will probably disagree with me. I agree with you. But we'll get there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm, gonna, I, I'm following you on that one.
0: And I feel like she is being coerced. a little bit into these situations that she has to agree with because I think she feels a little bit self-conscious about being the oldest bachelorette, about being a bachelorette that was picked from being on the show like six years ago. And she is just going to put on a happy face and she's going to roll with whatever they throw her way.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: That makes total sense. And, you know... The rumors were going around initially, like, oh, Claire was so difficult for production. You bet your ass I would be difficult as fuck if this is this the shit that they were throwing me into. Oh yeah.
1: Are you kidding me? You know what? Here's here's a thought. Maybe she just says she's not gonna leave her room. You know, the, the the rumor that she says I'm not leaving my room. Maybe it's because she's like, stop putting me in these what do you do?
0: Strip in front of all of them, like on
1: <laughs> stage. That Seriously. doesn't seem out of
0: context given no, this. Episode. So far,
1: episode one. Like
0: oh god anyway
1: well it is um i had to keep my like pry my eyes open to continue to watch it and i honestly broads i did it for you i did not want to watch this but i felt like i had to see everything um it yeah i mean what can i say she's recognizing the man's smells (laughs) dale comes up she's like
0: i like this smell (laughs) And I
1: was scared. She's like, oh, I know this smell. And she grabs his neck and looks like she's going to drink his blood. I mean, it, the the whole thing, like, on, <sighs> honest to God, Becca, if they would have set up candles and been like, there's about to be a ritual sacrifice, I would have been like, this feels on brand right now.
0: Exactly. My exactly my feeling. OK, <laughs> I'm with you.
1: Well, moving on.
0: I can't wait for. Um, uh bachelor cute clues to do some memes about this one because it's literally like they make jokes about like chris harrison being the dark lord and this vibe was
1: oh it's so intense
0: very much that
1: yes um so next we have quality time that's the love language. And now this is where, you know, it continues to be uncomfortable, but in different ways. Mm. So uh, the night portion. Now they're having drinks at the cabana 30 feet away. 30 you know? feet away. You know, really venturing out. Um, and Claire comes up and is like, hi, guys. And they stand up to say hello. And then she sits down. She makes a toast. Um, Cheers everybody. And then the men are dead silent for like a hot 30 seconds. And she's like, so... Here we are. And no one says, can I steal you for a second? There's nothing. Now, I'm going to be real with you. Um, there's, a, to me, a few factors going on here. Because I know that what was spoken about was, like, Bennett right away comes in and just blows the guy's cover. And it's just like, we're all just buds now. So, you know, we're enjoying hanging out. Um, what I think <laughs> happened in this situation is a few things. Um, it's very hot outside, everybody. Like, you're so tired. So they've probably been outside all day doing all sorts of filming. They're probably casually drinking. They're probably tired. It's at nighttime, even though they're outside, it's still like 100 degrees at this time of year outside. Yeah. Okay. Um, And then they have this date that is unbelievably uncomfortable. Mm Mm-hmm. They have to declare their love in front of everyone. They have to declare why they got her this gift in front of everyone. They have to be blindfolded and touch her in front of everyone. And now they're being forced out into the heat. Which, by the way,
0: I just wanted to add... It's almost worse that there's no audience because there's no witnesses. Anything could
1: happen. Yes, <laughs> seriously. Seriously. This is like this scary. This is scary and dangerous. <laughs> okay, so but, continue. So I, I think that a lot of the the lack of like, hey, can I steal you? I think at this point, everyone's incredibly uncomfortable. The I think we as an audience are getting the energy that they're experiencing there. I think it feels weird for us because it feels fucking weird there. Everyone's acting weird. It, everything's off. It feels weird. And when there's that tension in the air I don't think you know everyone's kind of sitting there going like alright what are producers gonna have us do next it's not like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna really take take the also, advantage on this one I'm
0: sorry like I I love Claire too this episode was a rough one for it me for her it was rough um come on just like I, I feel like she's a in this situation obviously as we know later she comes out for a big confrontation for the guys i felt like she was projecting her insecurity because look it's not that big of a deal no one's stealing you right away just and and You know what? Same things that you were saying. It's hot. She's exhausted. She's she's emotionally stretched thin. She's she's walking on thin ice. But it's like this was all very blown out of proportion because all you need to do is just like, how is the day today, you guys? Are you all dying? Whatever. Just chit chat. Yeah, just chit chat. For a minute or two. Someone will pick up
1: but then again, the, behind the scenes, how how many times are producers anytime she's in an interview going, "So are you are you feeling weird the fact that you're the oldest one like and you know they're pushing the age thing in her interviews constantly or just
0: even like do you feel are you feeling like, do you feel like the other like the guys were here for you like they specifically chose to yes. be here with you which then when you see Brandon's interaction oh, with God. her
1: yes correct
0: that really is
1: confirming some shit, um so Bennett. So Bennett and her, uh, you know, he finally steps up and is like, "Yeah, sure, I'll, I'll go." And by the way, I would like to make this statement, and I'm saying it now. If Bennett is not transferred into Tasha's season I riot in the streets because I'm obsessed with him. He's pretty great. I'm obsessed with him. Not only, yes, w- was he frightening to us before? Sure. Is he still a little frightening now? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But he's also really nice mm-hmm. and he's always smiling and I feel like all the guys love him. He's funny. When he was like running to go get his <laughs> gift and all the guys were like, "Look at he doesn't even sweat. Look at the way he runs." <laughs> Everyone's, he has his own special room. He's the apple of my eye. I'm obsessed. If anything comes out about him negative, I give up. Um, please, I hope he continues to stay here and that him and Tasha. I mean, honestly, he does kind of have JPJ John, John, energy, so I'm hoping maybe Bennett and Tasha ride off into the sunset together on a white that. steed. I'd love that. Thank you.
0: Um, <laughs> well, apparently, Claire not only has to initiate people talking to her. She also, in her season, has to initiate the conflict, correct? And the drama, <laughs> because the guys are just blowing it up. No one's <laughs> making just for having any a good time. TV, you nope. know. Nope, nope. Um, so she starts the whole speech. She comes in, starts the whole speech with "What I want at the end of the day," and just launches into a monologue. Yes, I feel like she's getting a little high on her own supply. Um, and I sort of felt like she had been planning that speech for years and maybe pulled the trigger a little prematurely in the season.
1: It definitely seemed like it was pre-planned. It was a Hannah Ann speech that didn't happen organically like Hannah Ann's, perhaps, um, even though I don't think Hannah Ann's happened organically, <laughs> though it was legendary. Um, but when Yosef said, and now do not get me wrong, I do not like Yosef. But when he said, I'll take a mo- moment to speak for the group. And she immediately shut him down. I was like, this felt a little hot. You know, G- when she right away, you don't need to speak for the group. You just speak for yourself. It was like, OK, well, I think we're, not, we're not there yet. I, I, don't, we're not, I don't think he was necessarily about to slam her. But then once she made a little bit of a uh, towards him, he's like, oh, I'm coming out swinging. He's ready to slam. So but I, th- that to me was a little bit like this is this is this is hot. Mm-hmm. everyone's very hot in this situation Riley's trying to speak up and he's just like well I'd like to speak for myself and she's cutting him off and then Zach sees like well I- I'll, I'd l- let's forget about this I'll take you and she's still like no 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 and then Dale stands up and goes I would like to apologize let me take you and she's like oh my god thank you finally and
0: he also stuttered I didn't even know he said it. he said I'd love to go and argue about it later and I was like oh, what okay <laughs> and Claire's like finally some man steps up to the plate and I was, like
1: Riley and Zach both <laughs> just initiated wanting to talk to you about it. She <laughs> just, just ignored Riley. Ignored uh, But then uh, Riley Zach. got a little aggro. Oh, you mean at, uh, at Yosef?
0: I don't know. I said, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> In my notes I go,
0: what the fuck is Riley pissed about? That- oh,
1: no, no, no. He was pissed. Listen, I, I don't blame Riley because he then kind of came for Yosef because he was like... But that was later. He I don't can't
0: re- remember this interaction, but I said, what the fuck is Riley pissed about? I said, is he pissed about him saying she's cra- crazy? What? I don't he- know what I'm trying to say. And then I said, Riley got a little aggro.
1: Well, that, oh, that was the thing. That was the thing. He, um, what happened there? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's all kind of like a blur now. <laughs> I don't remember either. Oh, oh. Shit, okay, so Yosef then said... Oh, my God, yeah, seriously, what a blur. Yosef then said that he's like, I, before then I she love how walks- I was waiting
0: for you to pick it up. I'm like, so then Riley got a little crazy. And you're like, we're both just like... And I'm like, wait,
1: what happened? And I'm like, I don't know either. <laughs> I just wrote that down. Like, uh, <laughs> no, okay, so Yosef then, before... Ry- Dale is trying to, like, is gonna walk away uh-huh. with, with uh, Claire. He steps up and he's like, I'm still on cloud nine from yeah. last night. And he's trying to be a sweetie pie. And then Yosef says... Listen, I said I wanted to speak for the group to say, you're crazy.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, now it's all flooding back to me. And then I was like, to what say- is
1: right? Oh, yeah. Riley's like, don't you dare call her crazy. Well, he says to say you're crazy. And he kind of pauses to think we didn't all come here for you. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, no, that was a oh, little misstep. Oh, my guy. Oh, my God. He tried. You think that he tried. You think that Claire, well, he was mad at this point. So I think he was instigating. You think that Claire is mad about the fact that you weren't initiating asking her to go talk and she's going to handle you saying she's crazy well? I, I felt like I'm just gonna stand his defense. I felt like that was a slip of the tongue. And I felt like he wasn't.
0: I felt like what he was trying to say is like. You're out of your mind if you think we're not here for you. And instead, the way it came out was like, (sighs) you're crazy for not thinking we're here for you. And I really don't think that was what he was trying to say.
1: Yeah, I think... No, I don't think he was trying to say, you're crazy. But I do think that he hates her. (laughs) That's possible. Like, I'm convinced after night one... In fact, I'm convinced night 1 Yosef hates her. He is immediately I think he immediately has the major ick for her. The fact that he had a confrontation night 1 with Tyler C, he's like fuck this. I wanted it to be Hannah Ann or Madison and now here's Claire. He's angry and literally anything she does, he's <coughs> going to just be intense about. So the fact then that she he tried to say something and she shut him down and then I think he came in and just, like, revved up. Because we see him then later in the episode where he's just pissed. I thought he
0: was trying to make passion impassioned statement about how they're all here for her. And so don't doubt it, honey. And the way it came out was like,
1: you're crazy.
0: Yeah, I think he hates her. <laughs> I think that statement in particular... I think it was a slip of the tongue did not come out right. You know, sometimes you do not say the right thing.
1: I'm going to tell you this, Becca. I think maybe you might be the only one who's going to be defending Yosef and for prepare for Yosef to slide into your DMs because he is a daughter and he's going to be like let us unite our families, daughter. BB girl.
0: Don't ever yourself. talk to me. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Don't follow me, Yosef. Please do not take this the wrong way that I support you somehow that I even like watching you on my TV. That you are sadly incorrect, my man.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> we're so intense. I'm so hot right now. I'm I mean, so these lights sweaty. are
0: burning down on oh, us. Oh God, I feel like um, I'm on the show. Um. Okay. So, but in this case, I am defending him, and I was like, Riley, right. st- Riley, calm down,
1: Riley. Uh, Claire is
0: a little crazy, okay. And we're not talking <laughs> mentally ill. I'm talking about like she's just a little crazy. She's
1: a little cray. She's a little hot right now. She's a little wa- she's a little wound right now.
0: The- there's a lot going on. You know when you say crazy and you're just talking about the girl who like sometimes like takes her top off and gets on top of the bar when she's oh, had too God. many tequila shots. I love her. We're talking
1: about we're talking about crazy. You know she's a little, she's a little crazy. Yeah, I think we're talking about me. <laughs> no you've never been out with me that late once we started hanging out you were pregnant It's true. You don't see me when I have too much to drink. Yeah, but
0: we're talking about the kind of girl who's gonna, like, start screaming, well, you know what? This might have been you in your younger years. This was me in my younger
1: years, and if you don't think that I had too much to drink and yelled at random people outside bars, you are sadly mistaken. It was my past. I'm trying to, you know. I was talking about this, which I'm sure you did at some point, too. Like, the
0: girl that gets in a screaming fight with her boyfriend, like, at someone's house when we're all gonna, like, watch a movie together with, Mm -hmm. like, a group of ten people. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, Mm -hmm. shows up late with the boyfriend, Mm -hmm. starts screaming at the boyfriend, kicks him out of the friend's house. It's not even her house. Mm.
1: I'll just tell you, Evan was a good guy. (laughs) Very patient, man.
0: You know what? So, anyway, just wanted to clarify, that's the crazy I'm talking about. I obviously love it. I love it. Claire, don't
1: be offended.
0: But you're a little crazy.
1: We got that wild, wild queen. Um, (laughs) A wild queen. A wild queen. So, um... Yeah, so then they have some of their one-on-one time. She, you know, connects with Riley. Um, he which okay, we got to give we got to give him a, a moment to Riley because I got to credit my guy a lot. He did not bring Yosef up and I was mm. convinced when he started to talk to her cuz he he goes, "I'm so sorry that I didn't jump out of my seat and right away ask you to talk." And he starts going, "But," and I'm like, "Oh god, here we go. He's about to make some comment about how Yosef talked about you being crazy." Didn't, doesn't say a word he's like let's dance let's have a prom moment and um Riley for me he seems he's a little bit too much of a serious guy for me he's a little too he's too serious for me he seems like a very good guy and to be completely honest I feel like their serious energy kind of matched each other and mm-hmm. if Dale wasn't around I'd be like I could see this him going kind of far with Claire
0: wow I did not get that vibe
1: at all really
0: Yeah, like I'm looking at my notes and I said that her body language was not feeling him. Really? Um, Even though she basically told him her whole life story. Um, There is that. And then I also felt like the prom dance felt weird and kind of icky to me.
1: I mean, I didn't love it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I I
0: wrote down that it felt like another bit of a little... A little bit like of a non-consensual, like I'm touching you situation. Yeah, here's
1: my thing. I definitely feel like um, I feel like that about every moment in this episode. As do I? You know, um, maybe minus uh, like a Zach C moment. Yeah, who I, I really like Zach C. I hope we see more of him. Yeah, don't he remember. definitely? He's um he's the other Zach. We be, just to get little clips of him. I believe is he Canadian? No, he's not Canadian. But he um he's got very like daddy energy. He's okay. calm he you can tell he's like wants to listen to Claire, hear her out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um but okay, so we have different opinions about the Riley portion. But Just picked up She, gets, something different. she gives him her, the group date Rose, baby.
0: She does. She does. And uh, <laughs> she also has a pep talk pep, ta- pep talk pep talk with the guys. Where she's talking about just how passionate she is about this process. She's pounding her fist into her other yes. hand. We're not fucking around, baby. We're here for love. We are
1: here for love. Well, and then Yosef, <laughs> you know, just caps all this off with some major shade about her, saying that she isn't living up to his expectations. Did A.K.A. You, he hates You're not her. living up
0: to my expectations, Yosef. You suck. You <laughs> suck.
1: Next, we have Jason's one-on-one date. Before we talk about Jason, mm-hmm. should we pause for a quick second? Because now I'm hot thinking about Yosef, but not in a sexy way, and an angry way. Let's talk
0: about something that you absolutely love.
1: Oh my gosh. Can we talk about my, it's maybe one of my most favorite things aside from like my child and my marriage, but this has to do kind of with both, mostly my child. Um, so 2020 has brought a lot of stress with that concern. But one thing in particular that keeps coming up for myself and for other mom friends is the topic of early education now that most of us are doing at-home learning for our little ones, we all want to make sure we're providing the closest learning experience to in-person that we can, which is why I am so excited to tell you all about the one program that we have been using now for about a year. I am obsessed. It's my most favorite. It is Homer. If you have early learners aged two through eight, you won't
0: find a better program out there. It's both backed by research and it's tested by kids so you can be sure you're giving your child the best start to their learning journey, even at a time when school is looking a little different than it used to. Mm -hmm. Their whole program is comprehensive, covering subject areas that are important for school and life, like reading and math, but they also have social learning, creativity, and thinking skills.
1: Um, Ember, my daughter, loves her Homer lessons. They do such a great job of personalizing your child's profile to their interests, which keeps them engaged. Um, she really looks at her time using Homer as fun playtime um, when she's learning something new, and she's so proud of herself, and that's the best part of me. Her confidence, I think I've cried in like both of these ads because her confidence <laughs> has boosted so much every time she masters a new skill or. Finishes a lesson, um, and if you're juggling a million things right now, digital learning might not usually be your first pick because, well, you know, you never know what the little hands will find on the internet while left alone. Homer is ad-free, it is safe, and it is easy to use with kid-friendly navigation, making it perfect for independent play. Visit
0: learnwithhomer.com/chatty to start a free 60-day trial. That's 60 days of Homer for free at learnwithhomer.com/chatty.
1: So when life gets busy, our pleasure can take a serious hit. Uh, You pile on top of... That, on top of hormonal changes, low libido, you might find yourself in an unwelcome dry spell. If you can relate, take this as a sign. You have to take back your sex life. Oshot CBD is the all natural arousal oil you need to get things going in the bedroom again, whether you are partnered, alone, whatever that may be. Everyone deserves to experience more frequent pleasure. Um, Sometimes you just need a little boost to get you. This is
0: the real deal. Oshot's arousal oil, it's my favorite, it's Mm. infused with CBD eight organic botanicals plus other natural ingredients like liquid coconut oil and it enhances lubrication it increases stimulation and ultimately it leaves you feeling good no stinging sensation for me at Mm. least so hopefully not for you either and that's a lot because we're sensitive we talk about this every single time but i think it's important to add um plus because it's all natural it's 100 edible if you catch my drift wink
1: Caught baby. Um, it's the only thing I use. I'm obsessed. Uh, we're all friends here also abroad. So please listen to me. Listen to me. You don't want to miss this. O-Shot CBD is offering all of you wonderful listeners 20% off o and any other products site wide. Just go to oshotcbd.com today and enter code chatty. That's O S dot and enter code CHATTY to get 20% off all products site-wide. Whether you're single
0: or you're looking to spice up your relationship with more satisfying sex, Every person can benefit from a more enjoyable sex life. Oshot comes to the rescue and provides heightened sexual sensations, which can give you instant and long lasting satisfaction that you've been looking for. And it's 100% edible and natural, like I said. Remember, go to OshotCBD.com today. Enter code Chatty to take advantage of this incredible savings. You'll go to O S H O T CBD.com. Oshotcbd.com and enter code Chatty and you'll get twenty percent off Oshot site site wide.
1: All right, so next we have the Jason one on one, and here we go again. Where I feel really, really, I feel really bad for this guy. You know, you know how I felt about Jason last episode. He's my Long Island king. I love my East Coasters. And I felt like he was a really, really good sport. But this was obviously a date that for him personally was extremely uncomfortable because he doesn't like to open up in general. So, of course, they force him into a opening up about some really like deep personal childhood hurts on national television.
0: And basically what I'm picking up on these dates is that... Um, they're just corny activities in the same places Correct. around the resort. Yes. So
1: yes. this looks like they actually went out maybe a little farther into the desert because it was kind of a campsite <laughs> and it looked a little barren. And I feel like maybe they thought they could go out of the bubble a little bit because they're going out into like no man's land. Um, or it's in the back parking lot. I need to touch on this.
0: Please. Um, she asked him basically um, if he watched her season and then tells him unprompted how empowering her TV moment was. And I was just watching this whole date build up to what she had been waiting for. She had to throw in her season even though he hadn't watched it. She had to to burn that dress. And that's I mean, what this ha- whole date was leading up to. Right. And he, ha- he okay. had, he had to
1: watch the last episode, which I live for Jason okay. because he told, he told the truth. Okay. He didn't say, yeah, I watched your season. He goes, I watched the last episode of the one Pablo okay. one. Okay. I yeah, love- no, I, th- I don't
0: mind him at all. No, I
1: love him, um, but I also like emotionally
0: unavailable men. So, which <laughs> we will get to that. Um, yeah. They scream to the guys that are on the other side of the man-made hill. You know, in their hotel
1: rooms. Yes, of course. Uh, Well, first of all, he's asked to write a letter to his childhood self in preparation for this date. Um, Oh, isn't that later on? No, but so so when she initially gets, uh, when he gets the date card, he gets a letter beforehand and she asks him to write a letter uh, to him. Oh, her right. And we have a Claire voiceover while he's reading the letter, which was one of my favorite parts of the episode. It <laughs> just added to the corny factor times 10. So corny. Also, does he give you some like serious uh, like brother of grocery store Joe vibes? Oh, I didn't think about that. I guess I could see it. I feel like they have kind of similar energy and I feel like they look a little bit alike.
0: Well, this whole thing just felt like, you know, we talked about the second grade teachers planning the last day. This one was like camp counselors planning it.
1: This was Um, Christian church. Now you're going to write to your
0: younger selves. Or now you're going to write about the worst things people have said about you. And then you're going to say them to each other. And then we're going to throw them in the fire.
1: Well, by the way, though, they didn't throw them in the fire. They took that thing and they threw it like against
0: they threw it against that
1: rock which was so weird yes no no they threw it against that rock and then, it, and then it, it it like you got this weird like pan in shot of it like it's breaking just there.
0: it's just still there it, it, 10 was, feet away
1: from them yeah and they kind of threw it and it was like ugh yeah, and it so, was like <laughs> so I
0: thought that that's what they were going to do so they were going to so throw
1: it in the fire I was like oh it's the camp counselor right. moment where yes, we throw our yes, sins into yes, the fire you're yes, picking up what I'm putting down yeah no they threw it up against more rocks um in the dark there was no one there was no camera lighting like lighting them up as they're throwing it into the up against the rocks it feels like an afterthought Becca there's no I. you know what I shouldn't say that but I felt like there wasn't any like food or drinks out or any like like there should have been like why a charcuterie board now I'm
0: getting p- obsessed with the, with the kitchen on the resort why don't they like go to a kitchen and make a meal together I mean, maybe they will actual activity. Maybe they will. On but, but, season. But
1: <laughs> yeah, but like they didn't even have like a little charcuterie board for them. I'm just saying, think. like
0: you said earlier, don't you think that you would want to like come out the gate with Swingin'. some real shit Swingin'. to do?
1: Swinging. These were both the first two dates. Very boring and weird. So heavy this is not the energy we need from reality TV in 2020. We are all sad sacks right now, okay? Just bring on the hilarity, bring on the fun and the good times, not the heavy. Okay, so this is what bothered me. They,
0: they again, (sighs) then it gets to their letters they wrote to their younger selves. And, you know, Claire definitely, again, pre-wrote this with multiple drafts. Um, What bothered me is after he said, and this happened throughout the date, he read his thing and she goes, is there like dark, like heavy stuff? Just like... I know. ...prying. And like it happened later on. She's like, so you and your brother, did you witness the same thing?
1: And he didn't want to say it. Yeah. And then she
0: goes, is it like a family thing? And I felt like she was not providing a safe (laughs) space for him at all. I felt like he was very aware that he was on camera. And I felt like she was really just trying to... And I know her intent wasn't to have him say stuff on camera. She was just trying to like bond with him. But it felt like she was coercing him into talking about stuff he didn't want to for fi- for
1: valid reasons. It's just, you know what, it also felt a little bit to me like, because she said then later like, oh, she always goes for emotionally unavailable men, whatever. <sighs> I'm like, so you go for men that you feel like you need to fix, so this actually type of date is probably really unhealthy Bad. for you. Yeah. Which, yeah. That's- you should be doing fun activities and be talking about more light things and then going there instead of trying to fix the guy date one.
0: Which, before she even said that later on, I wrote at this part after he read the letter. I was like, like, oh, so now she wants to play therapist with an emotionally stunted playboy. Yes. Which, like, he's nice, but no, he's like, when I, this is a, such a red it. flag for me whenever men on the show go, I've never told this to anyone before. Well, get friends, get a therapist, talk to fucking somebody about it,
1: okay? Well, this is my thing with, okay, so with Jason, I have a soft heart. For-
0: <sighs> I'm foaming at the mouth this episode, guys. Don't come at me, or I'm gonna come at you.
1: <laughs> because just in the the DMs and the comments, just like just so intense. <laughs> now I was just pit, yeah, no, anyway, I continue felt, what we you saying. No, I I you know I got to stand up for a little my little Jace. I just think I just there's something about him, and I I felt like um I felt like he's the type of guy who obviously there's family stuff and. He doesn't necessarily want to talk about it on camera, there. but I felt like he was doing his very best. And I'm sure he has talked to some people. But the fact for me that they what really upset me about it is that they didn't give him the situation like they didn't give him the airtime to explain certain things like they're like, OK, read what's on your rock. And he says manipulative, selfish, can't love, insecure, cold and mean. Yeah. Like, where'd that come from? OK, and then and then they didn't have a moment of like him getting to say, oh, you know, uh, this is the in this relationship. That's when I heard that I was mean or manipulative. So basically what they did is they put this poor guy who probably won't get much more airtime because the season's probably going to wrap. And he just put it out there to America that he's a playboy, manipulative, selfish, and that he's cold and mean. And then they're like, all right, that's it. I don't think he looked that bad. I don't think think anyone's gonna come off. No, I don't think he looks bad either. But like, also, can you imagine that being your moment? Is like you basically just air all your dirty laundry, have no way to explain it. We know about Claire's some of the things she talked about because we've seen her on like three seasons. This is his one episode that he's having his like you know the 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 spotlight, and it was just heavy.
0: Yeah, I just felt like the worst part to me was. Yeah, one, like you said, you're like, this probably isn't healthy for her. No. She seemed, we all got more work to do, right? But she seems like she has at least put in the effort to try to, like, figure things out for herself, regardless of where she's at. And I was just like, dude, this guy has not put in the work that you have into, like, unpacking shit. Yeah. And, like, unfortunately, it just is usually the way it is. With women versus men, stereotypically, but also the, that what I've seen with my girlfriends, what I've seen with myself. You tend to get with guys that are not on the same page when it comes to self-discovery, self-awareness, yeah. journeying through the difficult things in life. Like, generally speaking, I see a lot of my friends who have done the work with guys yeah. that just haven't.
1: Well, again, sometimes, yeah, there's not sometimes the safety. Yeah, there's
0: just you know, uh, all and the so cultural
1: norms that, and like all that shit. That just bothered
0: me because she was like, let me help you. But then also it really bothered me that he was basically put in a position where he was forced to talk about, like, his parents' relationship
1: yeah. And he probably didn't want to. Yeah. Obviously. And at one point, he says there are demons in his box that he doesn't want to open. Of course, they use that as a sound clip to like prep you for the up for like the moment. And I'm like, this poor. I, I, so I like, felt she's so like, bad for She's like, him. like, so what's in the box? <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> what kind of demons are we talking? It was like she was coming. She was coming, girl. Oh, God. Still so hot. Um, it also made me a little frightened when then. I- <laughs> After he
0: talks shit on his parents' relationship, um, which and we, he sort and, of had to. And, and by the
1: way, and by the way, we don't know, right? We don't even know what what it, it was that happened. He just said it was really unhealthy and like you know, uh, that that was the other thing because he didn't want to open up about it. It leaves you with this like, what happened? And so now everyone's guessing, and their poor family's probably getting worse. blown up. Like it's just like a or whole imagine thing. being. You're the parents tuning in. We're going to go watch... What's his name?
0: Blake? Uh, Jason. Jason. <laughs> <What the laughs> fuck his name was Jesus Christ. Guys, please give me a break when it comes to the names. I'm so sorry. They're like, honey, you want to tune in and watch Jason on Claire's season? Can't wait. They're going to have all their friends over. Oh, God. Oh, God. To watch the episode with him in it. Someone then, warn him. Oh, wait. It's too late. And then... His parents, yeah, all their friends are gonna be over. He's be like, my parents. Let's just say, maybe they shouldn't be together. And everyone he, looks around at each other.
1: He also seems like the type of guy to me who would probably like forget the conversation. Uh, and so his mom is probably like, honey, can we have all of our friends over to celebrate you? He'd be like, yeah, for sure, mom. And then everyone shows up, and he's just like, fuck.
0: Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> the poor guy. Um, she also frightened me when she said nothing scares me, and then I felt like it was really. <laughs> part of this like unhealthy cycle when she said, whatever you have, bring it. I can handle it. Yeah, and like I know that the subtext of that is probably like, "Don't be afraid to tell me things," but the, the with the actual wording and everything, the vibe I was getting is like, "Bring on your burdens, and I'll I'll take them on, baby. Me and you. I, just, I will carry this emotional weight for the both of us." I just
1: couldn't handle either when when uh, he was talking about the demons, and she's just like, when she says, "You can trust me with your information," and all I'm thinking is like, and the millions of people watching. <laughs> Like it's you guys are not American <laughs> Yep, you can trust me to f- make you kid ke- to keep you feeling safe. <laughs> this is just between, me, just and between you, me and, and you. It's just between you and you and you and you, Ignore and, you, and, you the and, camera and you and you and Ignore you and you and and you and you Okay. Um, well, then they. Uh, Surprise. Uh, it gets the rose. Surprised he gets the rose. I think he's sweet. He's trying. He's like, she's so powerful, and I love that. And I'm like, he's he's a little playboy. He's got his thing, but he's he's, like, he's got a good heart. And then they burn her
0: dress, and I'm like, honey, do not do that. It is toxic. <laughs> Don't I- breathe in those polyester fumes.
1: <laughs> I, wrote, I literally wrote. I'm waiting for them to black out from the polyester fumes. <laughs> I mean, this is like, not no, good. No, 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 no. <laughs> why don't you all why don't you throw the rocks in the fire and you take the dress and you maybe do like a viking funeral cut and like it up. throw it out to sea cut it up yeah cut beauty yeah cut it up grind it up to dust something <laughs> Put it through a shredder oh wait wait i got an idea uh package it ship it donate it <laughs> <laughs> do an auction give the money to charity
0: Someone can wear it to prom, now. okay? Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, might as well burn a <laughs> carton, I mean a bin full of recyclables. You're Throw like, some detergent bottles in there. You're Why like, don't oh, you?
1: I'll take it. It's not my style. What about a can like, of
0: WD-40? Throw that in there, too. My God.
1: Oh my god, I'm crying
0: Okay, now, on to the
1: best group date of all time Oh Becca, you know what, I am just I am itching to um, just go through all the memes that are going to be made from this And all the podcasts that are going to be discussing this I'm just so interested on all the takes Okay, well, um, I want to start off by saying one thing Please I am disturbed, yet not surprised no. Do you know what I mean? We've seen forms of this before. We've seen forms of this in different ways, like on Peter's season with the lingerie pillow fight. I you know you mentioned to me earlier the Hannah and Garrett nude skydiving, even though that was a one-on-one thing. Um, there have been forms of this, and so I am disappointed, not surprised, um, and even the whole energy, like we've been saying, of this whole episode feels uncomfortable in this way.
0: Um, there were some things that made it a little weird for me. Um, I feel like they're trying to paint her Mm -hmm. as like this sex crazed cougar psycho.
1: Yes. Like, it seems very pointed. We have the Mrs. Robinson graduate poster, which then brings me to how they set her up to look like a creepy
0: female PE teacher being like, okay, boys, today we're doing strip dodgeball in the gym. Don't tell the principal.
1: Yes. And what you were, I'm assuming, going to say is that everyone is going to be coming for Claire about this. And I believe that you and I are probably on the same page that this is fully coerced by producers. Now, would the best call been for Claire to say, I don't feel like this is a good idea? I would like to. If we are going to have it be strip, which is already uncomfortable, let's just have it down to the boxers or the briefs. Um, but I do not believe in there's not one ounce of me that believes that Claire came up with the idea of this, the strip Agreed. dodgeball game. But now production's making it look that way. Agreed. Agreed. Production I'm the, set I'm that up. the same way. Don't be don't be fooled by the cross out the the the, the shitty um, the shitty porn set like <laughs> shitty porn set but cross also cross out strip. Dot, yeah, I know what the, you're talking about. The shitty about. sign that someone painted and crossed out and wrote strip over it. Like it wasn't like some or the last part where she
0: Surprise next to Chris Harrison, like it's strip dodgeball. Yeah, I they have. Wait, hold that. on a second.
1: I have an idea. Like, there's. It's just no, no production.
0: Yeah, plus she's not a good actor. When she said that, it was just like, all right. No,
1: you can tell when Claire's putting it on, and I don't.
0: All right, so they do the strip, the dodgeball.
1: First, I was like, okay, they're gonna go down to their thongs, right? Yes, which when they all dropped trow and had thongs on. I was already like, oh, I just was. I was assuming we were going to have, you know, hey, if you are, if you have a penis and you wear a thong, God bless, celebrate. I was not expecting it from some of these men's, you know. I'm not expecting, uh, you know, uh, maybe Kenny, you know, Kenny has a lot of that spray tan. He probably doesn't want to get it on his undies. But with a lot of these guys, I was expecting probably a boxer brief situation. We oh, gave them to them
0: beforehand, don't you remember? They they pulled them out
1: of their lockers. Oh, I didn't see that part. Yeah, they did. It was very brief. It was very quick. So so they're putting them already in an uncomfortable situation where most of these men are probably not comfortable wearing a thong.
0: Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. The thong thing, I was like, all
0: right, it's The Bachelor. It is kind of to be expected like we were talking sure. about. But when it got to the point where almost all of them went down, not from the thongs, but to the dongs, it that to me where it was like, this is, um, you know, Yosef brought up later, like this was it, that it was humiliating. I felt like it was humiliating also to her because she was literally forced to watch them as they mm-hmm. all had their dicks out for her.
1: <laughs> their can't flaccid even, dicks. I can't. Believe, presumably flaccid. I can't, believe I can't believe we're even talking about this. Like, I can't believe this is even part of the list. I agree. I agree. So she's forced to see all their flaccid
0: penises. <laughs> I can't.
1: In a line. They make them line up and drop trow for her. Oh, by the way, and Chris Harris. Yes, and Chris. I was going to bring that up. Also beforehand, I did want to mention this, is that they had the red team and the blue team and the blue team lost every single round and Bachelor Reality, spelled with like tea, drink tea, um, I love is a great Bachelor account. Uh, posted someone's Twitter about it and saying, like, hmm, interesting. Like, is this a government or is this a political reference? Because obviously, the Bachelor is very red. And so the red, they put the people who just, they had the red versus blue and the red just like decimated the blue in every single round. And then the blue were humili- like forced to completely expose themselves.
0: Interesting. Interesting um, thought. Well, this is where it just felt, I felt bad for everyone involved. The one guy, who was the guy
1: who didn't pull off a song? Oh, so Brendan, who I talked about last time, who I said, he kind of gave me like his energy threw me off. But I thought he was super cute. Um, he, he said he had a moment where and it, and it, Becca, when I'm telling you, it made my heart like, like, it, like my yeah. heart tweaked out when he, the way he did it, he like quietly looks up to Claire and he says, I love you, but I can't. Yeah. He's like, I'm sorry. And, and
0: she, and I, my heart dropped for her as well, because the poor thing, I felt like she was coerced to it And she was like, no, it's
1: okay she gave him a a wink and she's like it's
0: okay she was so embarrassed to like have to do that for him (sighs) Mm -hmm. and like she i'm sure she felt ashamed that she had to put this guy in a situation that he even felt uncomfortable doing do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i just felt so bad for like everyone involved Like, it was just sad. I felt so sorry for him. I felt so sorry for her to have having to say to a like, it just put her in the position of looking bad because then he has to say like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I I don't feel comfortable showing you my dick. Yep. Or America.
1: And then. But then the part then where I was like, Claire, no, don't do that was when she's like, no, let me give everyone hugs. She like (laughs) insisted on doing full frontal hugs before everyone left. Mm. And they are completely nude having to like press their naked bodies up against sure. her um and i'm like no don't this is making it all worse
0: um but this is where also then they were we were talking about this before we started recording but then the producers obviously make these guys stay nude mm-hmm. because they're doing interviews covering their dicks with their hands yep. just standing outside yep and then they're sitting inside with pillows over their dicks Yes. So they're, you don't think these guys want to go put their clothes on. No. And they're, they're telling them like, no, just stay. It'll be funny. And so if, they're having
1: to have a conversation with all these other guys fully nude. I feel
0: like it was a form of sexual harassment by production. And I felt like it was really unethical.
1: Yeah. And on top of that, on top, I, I completely agree with you. And on top of that, not only are they exposed for the world, they then have to go home and they don't even get time with her. Mm hmm. And Blake's Blake's energy to me, I was like very resonating with it. It felt um, like he the whole time was so serious and he went along with the whole thing. But, you know, you could tell like he was uncomfortable. He was irritated, you know, and when he then came, um, he came back and he had like that just a just stolen face like was just upset and then we see him later sneak in to talk to her and I could in his energy felt like how we are kind of right now like like heated and kind of hot and he came in and I I felt like he the next day regretted going and doing that Mm -hmm. but it was one of those decisions that you're so your adrenaline after this has to be so through the roof like you feel exposed you're angry you're irritated you're already in a vulnerable situation because you're not used to being around tons of cameras like all this shit that move for blake to me was and i felt like they tried to make him kind of look like the like the crazy one who's showing up i'm like i'm looking at that going the dude's adrenaline is through the roof right now
0: producers are pushing him too like you want to go spend time with her you want to sp- go spend time yeah. with her go go interrupt why don't yeah. you go talk to her like if you to go take advantage of it go 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 yeah um yeah uh, um chasen was cute we're going into the evening portion of the date now with the winners, with the winners guys. Yes.
1: Chasen um, is, Chasen is very attractive. Very um, surfer vibes. Such surfer vibes. I will say that he has the same facial expression always. His facial expression never changed. Mm-hmm. And he did say that he used to get made fun of in school because he was... Um, a hermit crab, which always makes me laugh because it's you know I, I believe now I'm probably going to get roasted because this is wrong, but I always giggle because I think you're you're supposed to say, like I'm a hermit, right? Not a, a hermit, hermit crab. crab, which yes they do go in no. their little shells. No, no, you're right. But I think the phrase is I'm a her like I'm yes, being I'm a hermit. hermit so when a he was just like when he looks a person, like a surfer yes. and he might as well be covered in zinc and he goes like Yeah, he's just always be at home. Like I'm just like a little hermit crab. I giggled. He's like you're not a hermit. Crab. I got a needed giggle <laughs> in this stressful episode. She also
0: said she used to be weird in high school, which i tried to find high school photos of her and couldn't
1: oh look at you but you know, thanks for trying i tried maybe they'll start. um
0: who was she talking with when blake did come and interrupt i could didn't catch who so that was. she
1: was talking with jay okay. and he was telling her about how he was had just opened his gym of course um and that's when blake interrupted and was like asking to steal over five minutes and jay was like didn't you lose <laughs>
0: I was like, okay, way to try, way to try to have your TV moment. Speaking of that, then, like, this was so unattractive to me. The guys decide to come and create a five-man
1: barricade. Yeah, are you kidding me? It's like, okay, let the guy talk for five minutes. Again, it was, are we in fourth grade? Yeah, it was just, it felt. Um, but again, I don't, I don't blame anyone for any response after this date. Yeah, I now, guess granted, so. I guess the red team didn't have to drop Trow, but just the whole energy—it's like it just feels. But what are they? They look like they are showing up to beat him up or something. What are they doing, standing there with their drinks, looking like oh, fools? No. Brandon like put picked up his drink and is like, "I got this shit," <laughs> looking just so handsome he's just so handsome so and his
0: vibe <laughs> is so bad yeah i noted that at that point before getting into his conversation i was like this guy this dude has a bad vibe bad vibes all around
1: so handsome so handsome just and just so devilishly handsome you talk like, he's one of those guys though you talk to him for 30 seconds at a bar and you're like oh just done i'm like no i'm, I'm i am good and i'm gonna tell my friends to steer clear <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'll oh pass on that free drink not worth it
1: well, they just kick Blake the fuck out, and uh, it felt like I was surprised then the next day during the cocktail party that Claire came to Blake and said that she liked that he did that because I was not getting that energy from her. She seemed like she wanted Blake to leave, in I my thought opinion. it was bar-
0: embarrassing. Okay, so I thought it was embarrassing that she had to first tell them to leave. Yes. The, yes. the five-man barricade. Yes. Then she, you know, then Blake left, and then she denied his kiss. Yes. And I was like, he just looked like a real loser.
1: I know. I felt so bad for him. I just wish what would have happened. But is, also, like, she was right. She's like, what are you trying to... Why are you I trying... I know. What but are you I, you doing? I, I, I wish they, they would have showed up and Blake would have been like, all right, guys, I'm out. I'll let you be. And kind of right. laugh, give her a kiss on the cheek and, like, walk out like a champ.
0: I like that. I would suggest that. Um, that's <laughs> not what not happened. What happened.
1: <laughs> so then... Brandon kind of storms off and Claire is just like you're not okay what's wrong what's wrong again trying to there's this savior thing going on and it's like therapist thing the therapist thing yes trying to be like hey ha- like let's get to the bottom okay? of this. are you I'm okay you're out. not okay you're not okay tell me why you're not okay. And it's like she wants him to be like, I'm pining over you. Like, I, you know, whatever. At least that's what it feels like. But instead. Okay, so immediately I go, "He's." I wrote down my
0: notes, he's scary. And this is before they have their conversation. And then, go ahead.
1: Well, and then um, he says that when, as soon as he found out that she was the bachelorette, he knew knew he had to come. He had to come on. And Claire is just like... What made you want to do that? What exactly? Yeah. What exactly? Dead silence for about two beats, and then he goes, "Well, uh, t- t-
0: t- t- for starters, you're you're gorgeous.
1: Uh, other than that, I I, I don't really know uh, anything about you. You're from Sacramento, right?" I fell out of my chair. Fell out of my chair,
0: and then she immediately pounces and go, "So,
1: wait, you signed up for me, but you don't know anything about me?" Uh huh. And then he's like, um. Well, I mean, and then he tries to make the excuse of, well, but like how much, how much does anybody really know about you? I don't feel like
0: anyone here knew you on a personal level. And I was like, brother, just admit you never watched her seasons, okay? Just say
1: it, just say it, you know, and, and then of course he tries, he, he does the Hail Mary and is just like, well, I know you feel something. And she's like, no, I don't. Dude, she,
0: she, this was the one portion of the episode where I was like yes Claire this is why I'm here for you girl he pulled an I'm here to find love and she was just like "Yep." Yeah, um so I think I'd like to devote more time to the other men yeah it's just a thought so you're gonna have to go
1: uh, baller I and was dying his
0: sorry ass it's so it was so funny to me because he just thought he was hot shit when he kept we're gonna get Blake out of here oh, literally yeah, he's like, huh. sits down to have one on one time with her doesn't even make it to the rose
1: ceremony doesn't even make it he just gets Blake out and then he gets immediately cut in about a minute and a half Like, that's how quick it was. That's how quick it was. (laughs) so embarrassing. No, I was laughing because this whole time when I was watching this episode, Evan wasn't visually seeing what was going on. He was just kind of hearing. He was in and out in the background. And at one point, he's like, he just kept going, this is so exhausting. Because all he was hearing was the heavy conversations going in. He didn't know about, like, the the dodgeball or, like, like, touching, whatever. He's just like, this is so exhausting and heavy. Like, this is unbearable. I can't, I can't listen. And then, but as soon as he heard the brand, and he's just like, honestly, keep the guy. He's real. (laughs) He's like, just fucking keep this dude, okay? He's like, this is, he's like, I'm so exhausted about hearing just the heavy conversations. He's like, at least this guy just doesn't even know what the hell he's doing here. He's just here for the fame. Let him be. He's here to party well, I don't feel like dudes.
0: anyone here really even knows you. And then you know you think about Claire, and you're like, "Well, Dale paid attention. He was praying for me and my mom."
1: Oh snap! Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Yes, well, he did. Yes, he did. Well, uh, the group date is given to Chasen, and I'm I'm laughing by the way because Claire made a comment, um, and it was something. And I said, "Said no one ever." Claire said, "I'm out here having heartfelt conversations with Chasen and Jason." <laughs> 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 oh man. Oh, I, also, that's a shirt, baby. I also chuckled a bit to
0: myself when she sat down and she told the men that in the past she's gone for, you know, superficial things. And I'm like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Look at you now with the hottest guy in the group. I
1: know, I know. I mean, luckily he seems like the loveliest, too. Yes. So yes, that's yes, yes. what a, I mean, what a dream. Um, but then we're back in the a.m. at the house and Yosef is not happy. Yosef hates Claire so much. Mm-hmm. He's just like, I know uh, well, they're talking about something that isn't even like really related to it. He's and like, he's well, like well, I would well,
0: like her. A lot, I would tell her I'd like her a lot more if she didn't humiliate me. Yeah.
1: He's, just, he's somehow bringing that up because he just wants to fix it on something to hate on Claire about because he hates her. Um and i mean fair
0: point he's like i don't want my daughter to like see my now, ass on tv that made
1: sense to me i'm like this is like the f- appropriate time to bring <laughs> up your daughter <laughs> so that's what you're gonna say now huh this is an appropriate usage of the daughter term okay of the, the daughter, daughter drop. <laughs> yeah there we go this is appropriate because yes i i personally if i was your young daughter wouldn't you know i wouldn't live for that you know um but uh, oh, my favorite moment is when she walks into the house. And by the way, the fact that earlier in this episode, she is like, why doesn't anyone come up and talk to me and try to take me? And Zach, the butt ring was at that part of the date. And so she walks into the cocktail hour and is like, hey, everybody. And Zach, the butt ring literally runs at her and Sprints. goes and goes, well, I, I, if I can steal you for a second. And she goes, No. I would like to talk to Blake. He's <laughs> literally just turns around. He's like, he's I feel- <laughs> around and he's like um, okay. I felt bad for the bubbling because I'm pretty sure he tried it. He tried it earlier in his date when she was like, no one is asking me. He's like, well, I'll do it. And then she's just like, no, Dale. <laughs> and then he tries
0: it again. And She's just like you. Got to give the man credit, you know. He's I really the trying. Same thing. He was.
1: He's trying. He's he, putting in effort. She said, "This is what I want," and he is attempting to do he it. He actually
0: seems like a nice guy. Like he, does I, seem like I, a he nice seems guy. like the kind of guy where I like wouldn't complain if my friend was with him. You know, no, like, he I'd seems be like, nice. "Hey,
1: first impression didn't love the butt ring, no. but he seems like he's a good guy now that I get to know him." Yes, yeah. I agree.
0: Um, so she sits down, Blake, and she. Did you, I mean, yes, surprise, surprise, she was impressed by the gesture.
1: Yes, she does another one of the last time she sat down with Blake. She he thought she was gonna bust him because of contacting her, and she does the same exact thing with him this time. Which I she bet he kind of likes. Like,
0: I think he likes that she keeps yeah. him on her on his toes. You know.
1: Also, he's like a wildlife reservation specialist or something like that. So like that's how really cool. Adorable is that. Yes. He just lives for animals. Like yes, I can and te- see and him like thank you. teaching
0: elementary school kids about the animals oh when they god. come out on field trips, showing
1: them like the different types of of local owls. Yes. Oh my 100%, god, hundred percent. We've
0: all been there.
1: Lake. Love him. <laughs> Um what a move though. She gives Blake a rose. She gives Blake like, a rose. Ooh. She gives Blake a rose and the men are not pleased. No, they look like they're about to beat the
0: shit out of him <laughs> when he do. comes back into the room and they're all sitting there, just all like, in their suits, just staring at him. I feel like production said, "No one move a fucking muscle. Don't yeah. grab a drink. Don't you stand look, right
1: there. Don't even look at each other." And they were all just staring there. And he was kind of he walked in and he almost backed out. I, he was like, <laughs> "Yeah, so uh He's like covering up his rose. He's like, Yeah, you know, I just They're like, just-
0: What do you have there? They're about <laughs> to pounce on him and like fight for it, you know? Like kill I was just him and waiting take waiting for him rose. to like pull
1: it off and just like stuff it in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Be like <laughs> <laughs> More. rose. Yeah. Um, well, then of course there is a... Uh, there is Dale and oh oh This bitch immediately with her legs on Dale's lap. But also, girl, did you I mean, Dale with the the fit he was wearing it like a ribbed tank top with a chain and a suit jacket and he, he was looking
0: good. So gorgeous. There was another guy too who had like a, DeMar with the a turtle low neck. turtleneck
1: with the brown suit. Oh my gosh. He looks great. I was like these are the fits we want to see. Oh they both of them. Yeah. Both of them have a great style. Yeah
0: I totally agreed.
1: I wrote down I was like oof both of these guys bringing it with the outfits. The heat. Mm-hmm. I, I
0: totally agree. Mm-hmm. Um, When he said that he'd been praying for her and her mom i think that she actually climaxed right then and there
1: 100
0: <laughs> not to be crude but she was probably gushing at that comment i think
1: she was for sure at least impregnated
0: yeah yeah at least and he, the man couldn't even spit out the sentence where she just went in for the kiss and just grabbed him
1: she was just like shut up give me that mouth and then, of course, she's like, I brought you a, he's like, oh, I sure Like, I brought you a present too. And she brought the blindfold back and put him in a dark corner and put that blindfold on him. And I don't know if you noticed, Becca, how fast he took that blindfold off.
0: I was like, bitch, delete this. This is, <laughs> this is don't do cringe. this. Stop. Don't do
1: this. He had the blindfold on. She put that blindfold on him. They kissed for about Five seconds and he took that thing off and kept kissing her. I was yeah, like, I would too because you
0: look like a goddamn fool. <laughs> it's
1: just like, he's like, I just want to have a moment making out with you. It's already dark, by the way, in these bushes. I don't also need to be blindfolded. Like, I would like to see you. Like, I barely, mom, mom, speaking of moms, my mom's watching this. It's us. also like, I barely know you, so I would like to like occasionally do that eye thing where you open your eyes like this. Mm -hmm. and you're kind of looking i realized the other day when i kiss like when i'm making out i look how creepy is that you're that person when you open your eyes and you're staring at (laughs) you i know i realized the other day i was like evan and i were making out and i'm like oh my god i have my eyes open all the time the whole time how that's weird that Uh,
0: yeah you do the thing where you've got to flutter them open for a second you make eye contact you both into it you lock in you close them them again
1: wide open the whole time and does evan close his eyes yes they're closed weirdo I know and then I started to get really insecure because I was like have I been doing this forever is this something that people talk about about me like is that something that ex-boyfriends are like dude I like this girl she was great but my god every time we would kiss eyes wide open <laughs> anyways if you're an ex-boyfriend you want to slide into my dms and let me know about that I would appreciate it <laughs> like how you just noticed that you that. I just figured it out and maybe
0: I just started just watching it. people with their eyes
1: closed while they're kissing. You know? Yeah, I like to enjoy watch them enjoy the experience. I mean I guess if you have them like slightly open, like this is what not I'm saying. He we could just wanna just done this. Now I'm gonna work on just barely opening my eyes when we kiss. Doesn't
0: matter if the other person has their eyes closed, what do they know? They think you're just fluttering them that's open true. when they flutter theirs
1: open. That's true. Evan has no idea that I'm watching them the whole time.
0: Creepy.
1: So creepy. Anyways, um, next week we have uh, moments that are teasers showing us that the men are they are not happy about dale they are coming for dale it looks like they're doing a comedy roast which i'm excited about thank goodness hopefully a little bit of lighthearted moments um they're coming for dale claire is pissed how dare they say anything about her baby and um they start talking about how they think they've been talking via social media so i will i will reiterate again if they have been speaking on social media. I firmly believe we will be told that. Mm. And that will be a confrontation with producers and Claire and Chris Harrison and all that. Mm. And I think we will see that if that's the case. If we're not shown that, then I believe wholeheartedly they weren't talking. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, and then, of course, my most favorite thing was the room tour with Bennett afterwards. Oh, uh, um, yeah. And we see that somehow he got some huge room and the fire is roaring. He is always in a robe. He has a m- literally one million penny loafers that he has brought with him. And that those two, that what a duo. I texted you. I was, was like, so I'm funny. like, I want a YouTube channel with the two I of them. It. I'm obsessed with both of them. That's all that I care about now during the season. Give us more anywho wow that was we came in real real hot b and you i think know, we maintained I, our I, heat the whole time Can i say
0: one more thing i'm with sorry if we get yeah please i didn't feel like appropriate to talk about it at the top of the episode but i also want to talk about a little tea real quick about um garrett p you know from yeah. hannah's season yeah remember how i will stand by that i hated him throughout her entire season and i would always talk about how much i hated him. yes we got how a, i hated him more than luke p um. Yeah. So one of my friends sent a screenshot today. He deleted it now because he's a pussy um, about him under someone's. So someone commented under something he posted, you know, he's Mr. Trump, whatever. Look, this is the thing I really like. I mean, I do care who you vote for. I'm not going to say I don't, but like it's different to support something that is. Like that I don't agree with or whatever to, then to just being a straight up piece of shit because so, someone commented something under him and he said um, she said are your reproductive rights being put on a national debate and he said back You mean my responsibility to not sleep with randoms? Yup, it's a decision. Better make the right one. Which, by the way, I know from inside people who are around him in Nashville that he slept with someone different almost every fucking single night. So guess it's not a big deal to you, Garrett, if you're sleeping with randoms since you're not the one who can get impregnated and have your rights taken away. So there's that. Then the person said back, Oh, so it's a woman's fault if she gets raped. Says no, but is still taken advantage of. Is on the pill, but a guy doesn't wear a condom. Um, and he says back to her, so have you gotten raped before in the comments? She said, I have would love to hear a response on that. And this is what Garrett said back. By whom? When? Why haven't you reported it? I think you're full of it. Let me save you the trouble. You haven't gotten raped. You aren't old enough to know how capitalism is going to benefit you. I don't know where that came from. All you do is repeat what the media says with no understanding of your own. Grow up and contact me in five, to seven years. And the girl coming back twice, five. Five times apart, actually. Or five years apart, not five times. Twice, five years apart, actually. So, and he deleted these comments. But, like, this, like, these kind of people should not be allowed to have a fucking internet platform. And I'm saying this right now. If anyone wants to go and figure out who any sponsors he's worked with in the past few months, please take the time to message them or email or them or whatever about this because, yeah literally like telling someone oh no you haven't gotten raped which by the way one in 5 women statistically have been raped so there's a pretty high chance a 20% chance that this person actually has been raped not mention she actually said that not to mention he said by whom when why haven't you reported it as if he knows whether what well, th- unbelievable and disgusting piece of trash Garrett Powell, who was on Hannah Brown season. Yeah. Disgusting.
1: I I don't even like I don't even have words. That's yeah. the most despicable thing I've ever heard. Yeah,
0: so anyway, please feel free to um this is the type of thing where I'm just like, I don't want any I want like everyone to know about this kind of thing.
1: Yeah, because like, so this he is he deleted it.
0: Yes, he deleted it, and now someone like my friend actually posted it on um posted it on Reddit. So, like, people now know about it. So you can go find those screenshots on Reddit because we both have them before he deleted them. Um, But, like, someone who, like, supporting Trump is one thing, literally telling someone that they, like, haven't been raped, that they're a liar, that they should have reported it. Why, Why haven't they reported it? That it's your fault if you sleep with a random person and get pregnant. It's, like... I don't know.
1: So with that, um, oh do with that God. what you will. Well, I'm gonna go have <laughs> a heart attack in my home and go. I'm sorry to end it all on that note, but just no. You know, I'm I glad like we should no, talk I'm, about I'm, it on I'm, the podcast. No, I'm really glad that you said something. And I mean, a, a way to wrap to wrap a fucking nightmare of an episode.
0: Um. So with that. Uh... <sighs> I'm 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 really I, I like I'm really sorry to leave it on that, but I like didn't feel like it was no, appropriate I, to go into right at the top, I, no, but I, I wanted I, to talk I, about I, it on the
1: podcast. I I appreciate that you brought it up. I'm really glad that that uh, was put out there because he needs to be held accountable for something like that.
0: Like, that's just to me this. No, you know we talk about sometimes about cancel culture and like oh should people be held, held accountable for like something they set off handily? No, he like said on his public comments like. You haven't been raped, like prove it. Then when, why, and how, like it's just that is just so disgusting and despicable and so bold. Like he he feels so comfortable saying something to to someone like that on a public fla- platform, knowing that he has such a large platform. Well, he I, feels so empowered and bold and emboldened to say. Well, something I know like he's that. been
1: on been on a deleting spree though too. Which is to me just—it's like just despicable. It's like you you put that shit out there, you let it—you say it so that the person you, can think you about, about it. Thinking, you you put that shit out there, you let people see it, and the person have to deal with what you just did, and then you like delete it an hour later. Mm-hmm. And he's been doing that like crazy,
0: which is just so pitiful and embarrassing. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna say things like that, then you know we've talked about it before. Then oh let God. it sit.
1: Anyway, with I'm- that. Okay, so. I have passed away. Oh, Becca, do you want to tell everyone about what a great episode we have coming out on Friday? We have a
0: fantastic episode coming out Friday. Um, We're talking with someone who is a very young foster mom, adoptive mom, talking about white saviorism. You're going to love her. It's a really great episode. I recommend listening to the whole thing and um, you're going to love it.
1: You're going to love it. And with that, for, for real, tune into the Friday one. It was, it was, uh, we had a really incredible conversation. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was really good. And with that, um,
1: chat right. soon, broads. <laughs> chat soon, broads. Send you love always.